0: First of all, you don't know me.
1: Second of all, you don't know me.
0: But now is the time to get to know us, because I'm book lover, TV binge watcher, and future librarian, Caitlin Illinich.
1: And I'm writer, pop culture buff, and professional queer, Jeremy Rodriguez.
0: And we are the hosts of Always and Forever, a podcast where we discuss and analyze every episode of the greatest teen show from the early 2000s, One Tree Hill.
1: Caitlin and I are lifelong friends and One Tree Hill superfans who have been talking about this amazing show ever since we rode the bus together in high school.
0: And we continue to talk about the show over drinks and dinner, even though it has been off the air for almost a decade.
1: So we thought, why not bring these conversations to everyone's ears?
0: And decided to revisit Tree Hill High and broadcast our thoughts to the world via podcasts.
1: Whether you're a Tree Hill High alumni or a newly enrolled student, Always and Forever will be the perfect companion as you watch or re-watch the show through Hulu or through your DVD box sets.
0: Our podcast will be spoiler-free, but if you're a veteran of the series, stay tuned at the end of each episode for a fully spoiled discussion, because we're obsessed with this show, and we simply can't hold back that much. And if
1: you're a new fan, don't you worry. We'll have plenty of spoiler warnings for you to tune out, so you can enjoy the plot twists and soapy goodness for the first time.
0: You can find Always and Forever on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Always O-T-H Pod. That's Always O-T-H p-o-d
1: and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts our first episode will be dropping soon
0: but until then here is a short clip from our first episode to hold you over so jeremy how did you start watching one tree hill
1: well way back in the day my best friend at the time was obsessed with the show, and she kept begging me to watch it, I was resistant at first, but she had me borrow the first season on DVD, this was way back in the day before you could binge stuff on Netflix, kids, and I ended up loving it, I ended up buying season 2 on my own, with my own money. I don't even know how I made money back when I was 14. (laughs) Like season two even more. And then season three was actually the first season I watched live. And I stayed with the show for the entire run
0: beginning then. Wow. I didn't realize that season three... Was when you first started to watch it live?
1: Yeah, season three, episode one was the first. I mean, I watched it from the very beginning, but season three, episode one was the first episode I watched live, and I remember that vividly.
0: Okay, so you d- you did watch it from the very beginning then on DVD? Yes, I okay. did. Okay.
1: And what about you, Caitlin? Tell me, how did you start <laughs> watching One Tree
0: <laughs> I don't know, Jeremy. The school bus who just kept nagging me and nagging me on a daily basis. I wonder who that was. He sounds like a whole cool person. <laughs> what can I say? So, as a matter of fact, it was you, Jeremy, who <laughs> nagged me forever. I literally have this image of you. So we were obviously both on the same school bus. But that was that was freshman year of high school, wasn't it? It was yes, freshman year of high school.
1: So this would have
0: been 2005 and 2006.
1: Yes. You can calculate our ages there, folks.
0: You nagged me, I think, for months, honestly. It it (laughs) must have just been months, because I remember the first episode that I actually watched was Season 3, Episode 18. This won't give anything away. They're at a cabin.
1: Oh, that's your first
0: episode? I believe so. That's a weird episode to jump in on. You just nagged me, so I finally just (laughs) gave in and watched it one night, just so I could report back to you the next morning.
1: And I guess you liked it, because you stuck with it. (laughs)
0: Yes. So, once I watched that, I liked it enough to try it again, and then by the time I watched the season three finale, I was fully hooked. (laughs) (laughs) As long-time Wentry Hill fans, you know what I'm talking about. You can't watch the season three finale and not be hooked. So from then on, I watched it live. I also had my best friend nagging me to watch it too, because she watched it a little bit before me. So I had you, and I had my best friend, (laughs) ask me to watch it, so finally I did, and then I was hooked.
1: And aren't you glad that you did?
0: Yes, very much so.
1: (laughs) It's so funny that you say that, though, about how uh, you started watching at the end of season three, and then you were watching it live, because I feel like the TV landscape has changed so much, because I feel like nowadays, all of us are like, oh, there's no way, I have to watch the show from season one to episode one, or else I can't watch it. Like, I feel like back then, you are just like, oh, let me just jump in. So it's kind of weird that we changed.
0: There was no feasible way to do that unless you bought the DVDs.
1: Exactly. So yeah.
0: Once I had watched, I guess, all of season three, then I think I went back and watched, you know, from the beginning.
1: Wow. Um, but.
0: And now we're <laughs> recording a podcast. <laughs> Finally, all these years later, <laughs> our teenage our teenage selves would be freaking out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've been friends since kindergarten. Yes. Did you ever think we'd be doing this at no, one point?
0: I had never <laughs> imagined.
1: <laughs> I'm excited for this wild ride.
0: I am very excited, too. This is like a full, full-on passion project, and mm. I feel like I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else, because you were the one who got me into it. Zitto. So <laughs> it only makes sense. <laughs>
1: Let's talk a little bit about some of the things we are going to be discussing on this podcast. Since One Tree Hill ended, we learned a lot of very problematic things, specifically about the series creator and showrunner. He created a very toxic um, work environment, unhealthy specifically for the women who worked on the show, both in the cast and crew. And I'm not going to go into the details about that, you can literally Google his name And Variety, it was actually in Variety where a lot of the cast members came clean about what was going on there. It was a very ugly situation everybody had to deal with. For me personally, I haven't watched One Tree Hill since these stories came up, but upon rewatching watching it during this podcast i'm noticing uh, more problematic elements about the show a lot of it because i'm more educated now than i was way back in 2003 and a lot of it is because i know more about like what the people dealt with behind the scenes so it's causing me to be a little bit more critical about the writing behind the show and you can speak on your behalf too as well and let me just say this if media is problematic, you can still love it as long as you're constantly critical of its problematic elements. Because I feel like if you're not like, you know, at least aware of the of the more problematic elements, you're part of the problem. And then I know that's using problem a lot in one sentence, but I think you get you get my point there.
0: <laughs> I, I like what you said. This is a show that we grew up with. It's always gonna have a special place in my heart for that reason and that reason alone. But Anytime you're looking back at a show that aired, this was almost 20 years ago, (laughs) we're approaching 20 years, (laughs) Um, anything that you're rewatching after that amount of time, there's going to be problematic elements. Times change, and I think being critical of what they did well and also what they did wrong is important.
1: Yes. And we also have to keep in mind, too, that, yeah, like, the creator and showrunner of the show was an absolute shithead. There were still a lot of people behind the scenes who did amazing work, particularly the actors, and there's also other writers and directors and everybody who was behind the show. What I'm saying is that we're gonna choose to lift up those particular individuals who made the show what it was.
0: I agree. I think we can focus on a lot of the the good things, and the music... I can't wait to dissect that part of the show, because it's just, it's fantastic. And I also want to look at the literary references, specifically more so in the earlier seasons. That's something that I'm really excited about looking at more closely after all this time.
1: Yeah, because now you're like a literary scholar right now, right? (laughs) Yes. Like, I feel like more excited than when you originally watched it.
0: Yeah, I was an English teacher, so I love the literary references.
1: I'm excited. And I'm just obsessed with pop culture trivia in general, so I'm going to be bringing a lot of that to the table as well. I've watched the audio commentaries for One Tree Hill several times at this point, so (laughs) we're going to have fun with this podcast. I'm really looking forward to it. I am
0: very, very excited. And bottom line is, we will always and forever love this show.
1: Absolutely.